0: lisa Papaz. what can i say she's a powerhouse she's the author of the self-worth path which is amazing
1: amazing
0: available on amazon and she's the dominatrix over on her youtube channel self-titled lisa Papaz. she is notorious for being energetic kind giggly well-spoken strong iconic She does unboxings, live streams, and her also iconic anti-hauls. She has a beautiful life and wife, and lives in Canada, which is destiny because she's like the ultimate Canadian, even though I'm pretty sure she's originally from America.
1: (laughs) Welcome Welcome to the Speaking of Witch podcast, Lisa.
2: I literally can't breathe. And I don't know if you saw how purple my face is. <laughs> <laughs> like you just call me a dominatrix. I'm, over- I'm done. I, <laughs>
1: I love
2: yeah. that.
0: Doesn't she just kind of give up dominatrix vibes oh, on her YouTube channel? Absolutely. 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 You little secret. You're, crazy, You're know. so, so crazy. Crazy. I
1: don't- Thanks for the welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. We love you. You are such a like light, energetic like, outgoing, wonderful person in this tarot and spiritual space, like, just obsessed with you, and we have so many different things we can talk about, um and I just want to start off by actually talking about your book if that's okay um yeah. if you want you can give us a little intro to you but I feel like that's kind of like daunting it's like Let, tell us about yeah. you it's the interview tell us about you <laughs>
0: well I just told them everything yeah, they, they need to they know, know about Lisa
1: we're Learner. gonna learn we're gonna learn more we're gonna be learning more but um both Skylar and I have copies as you can see of your book self it's like really blown out here. the lighting it's just a <laughs> Oh, Oh, there it is. There it is. Um, The Self-Worth Path, A Guided Journey to an Empowered Life. Um, I just, before we started, retitled it to... A um oh my god what did I say the like shadow a, path a sh- the shadow the shadow work path a guide <laughs> to triggering yourself into existential crisis. <laughs> <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> if I traumatize you. I'm so sorry. Well, it was scared. it was really really good. Um, I think that there was just it, I was telling Skylar, I was like, I really really enjoyed your book. Um, it wasn't anything that like. I didn't know, but it was all of the things that I needed to hear. Do you know what I mean? I feel like it's, it's, it's just so raw and vulnerable. The things that you shared about your own journey mm-hmm. um, with self-worth and then just all of the wonderful like examples or journal prompts or just like giving it back up to the reader to do exercises themselves on how to like actually implicate or in. Im- implement some of the things that you're talking about how
0: cool is it that we know some literally
1: okay so I brought this with me um when I went to Texas and I was like oh I'm just like I have to like I'm reading this book like my friend wrote it (laughs) and I was like I was like hold on let me pick up the name I just dropped like
0: (laughs) oh Lisa Um, yeah it's I'm my so friend's
1: awesome. book, like, it's
0: fine. Did you <laughs> know your book is, like, number 3,000 in self-development right now on Amazon?
2: No, I didn't know that. Is that it's, good? <laughs> that is I, good.
0: It's 3,000 out of, like, 640,000.
1: So, that's,
0: good. that's, that's pretty
1: awesome. good, that's Lisa. good. Hell yeah. Hell Especially yeah. self-published. You self-published it, right? I did, yeah. It's totally, incredible.
2: I flung it out into the world, and then I'm like, okay, don't look at anything. Like, just wait. <laughs> Don't stress myself out about it. Just it exists. And getting to the part where it exists was like excruciatingly challenging the right. entire way. Like writing about self-worth and then having to face all of my crap just to get the book out was like it was yeah. like, oh this is real. This is a thing.
1: Yeah, I that was my kind of question that I wanted to, to offer up to you is the first thing we could talk about about the book is I was I'm curious to what brought you to that like aha moment of actually sitting down to write it like what was there an aha moment because I went back and I watched your like intro video to like announcing the book and you talked about I think it was like even 2012 or something when you're like I've had this in my head for so long but what was the point where you actually were like I'm writing a book and it's about self-worth
2: oh gosh I had those moments over and over again and then I also abandoned it over and over again And I think the thing is for me is everything I've done for like a long time, whether it's yoga or teaching yoga or or tarot or whatever, it's all been about that. It's all been about self-worth. So I think for me, it was more that if I don't get this out of me and into the world in some way that feels more tangible, like I'm going to like be like on my deathbed going, that's my one regret is that I never put it out into the world. So I don't know if it's one like cohesive moment more than it was like, if I don't, If I don't do this, I'm going to kick my own ass, like, for a long time.
0: Did you write page one first?
1: Right, like, I'm just curious in, like, the actual birthing of the beginning or, like, the conception of the book.
2: So, no. So, actually, uh, my wife likes to tease me about this a lot because I actually wrote, like, half the book and then scrapped it and started over. Uh, So,
1: Yeah, big mood. (laughs) That's, like, my life.
2: (laughs) first pages actually no I know where I wrote the first pages I wrote the first pages during a writing workshop that had nothing to do with this book and then I was like oh that's like that's it that's it that's like the that's my story like that's the perfect place to begin and I wrote that but it was everything was in bits and pieces and then it took forever for it to all actually come together into any kind of cohesive like whole
1: yeah I just really like it's broken down into, like, it all obviously is self-worth, but if anyone's interested, because we didn't really talk a lot about the book, I mean, the title gives you a lot to understand what it is about. It's a great title, but it's broken down into five parts, body acceptance, self-care, self-awareness, accountability, and integration. First of all, like, triggered by all of those, um, again, and I read it, <laughs> Um but I, if anyone is like wanting to dive in to work more on themselves, be more aware and literally, you know, really dive into the topic of self-worth, it's just broken down so nice. And it kind of takes you out anytime you start to get too much of yourself, so like you giving your examples and stories of tangible experiences that you went through gives the reader kind of a breath when it starts to get maybe a bit too much for them it yeah. kind of puts it back on you, which is so vulnerable. Like, what was the hardest? Was that like the hardest part of writing it was having to kind of, or, or I don't know, was that the most enjoyable
2: I think, part? I think the funny thing is that for me, being vulnerable and like telling my story is, has become a really empowering part of my path. So it's something I get excited about. It's kind of, when I do public speaking or things like that, it's the same thing. Like, if I can get raw, I suddenly feel like I'm in my element. It's a really weird, scary, awesome thing where if I'm just if I'm just kind of taking off the armor, I suddenly feel more myself in a way. It's the same thing with YouTube and the things that I do there. It's like, if I can just be me, I feel way better. And so I think the scariest part wasn't telling my story. I think the scariest part was trying to explain how I walk this path and then also make that that approachable or accessible to other people because everybody's journey is different. And I really believe that like have you have to kind of meet people where they are and not everybody's going to be ready to do this piece or that piece and to try to put that into words so that people felt like they could see it as doable to me that was the scary hard part
1: yeah mine would be like what I was thinking about it was like okay I'm in a really good place right now I feel really good about what I'm writing I'm walking the talk and like then all of a sudden feeling like oh shit I'm not walking my talk anymore and I have like (laughs) Like, but I but I think that's like that's the whole point of the book is like it's always yep. going to be a journey. You're never gonna yeah, like, be never completely gonna no, and you're never gonna be completely on, you're never gonna be completely off. You're it's it's a it's a it's an up and down journey. Yes, um yes. what do you what have you got I mean, I'm taking over. We yeah. knew this would happen. It's it's us. He's gotta really fight for so, talk. Uh
0: I was actually talking with my dear friend Imogen Walters.
1: Who? <laughs> Who
0: and uh, her, her and I we were we were reading the book at the same time, right? So we could like discuss the pages as we were going. I love it. And that. well, when we got to the body acceptance part, that was one of the yeah. best. That was one of the best things I've ever read about the body. Right. And like my relationship with it. It was like one of the few times in my okay, I have this um, disorder that I have called my cringe disorder. Mm where sometimes things make me cringe, and when I was reading that, I felt no cringe, and, like, that is very rare for me, like, when I read I stuff, that. About, when I read stuff about the body, while I was reading it, I actually just felt, like, really emotional about it instead yeah. of cringe,
1: so, like, that. that is a huge
0: compliment, Lisa, just say that. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I don't feel like I had, like, I don't have the same cringe thing, but I definitely have, like, when I'm reading something that I know is, like, hitting mm-hmm. shadow, I get, like, a okay yes, that's like my, an that's apprehensive my like um but I think a lot of I think of a, a lot of us struggle with body my image oh yeah N- no one it's
2: cares. funny because I've actually had a lot of people have said to me like why would you start with body acceptance first like that's super hard and I'm like <laughs> because
1: because that's like 90 percent of it I think for most people yeah and
2: it, it actually is a pretty big chunk of the book too. But it's like, Mm -hmm. but if you get through that part, if it becomes tangible and like, if you can actually start to see your way to just being just even a little bit okay with yourself on that level, the rest of it starts to feel more doable. It's kind of like laddering the work, Mm -hmm. right? Because you're like, okay, I've, I've crossed this big hurdle. At least a little bit, and then I can maybe cross the next one
0: and the next one, right? I would 100% agree. I'm really glad that it started with that. So I do I. Like, I feel like it made the rest of it, the rest of it after that, seems so much more doable. Yeah. You know, yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> like no, for real. And I feel, and I feel like the room by then. You know, and yeah. <laughs> I feel like it gripped me immediately. Like I feel like if you would have started with like. Um, don't be a control freak. I would have been like, okay, I get <laughs> it. Yeah. Like, but since you were like, why don't you just eat whatever the fuck you want? And like, when you're not like, when you're full, stop eating, and when you're hungry, eat. I would have been like, I was like, wait, what? Wait, wait what? what? You what? what? I was like, I do not get that. I still don't get it. Like, no, like mean,
2: for me all this time later. Yeah, it's not easy stuff. Yeah, it's not easy. I just.
1: It was like a truth pill that I was like, I I already knew about the truth pill, but I was like, all right, fine, I'll swallow it. (laughs) It was so great, Lisa. Like, I'm really, really impressed. Mm -hmm. And I would have picked this book up and enjoyed it from front to back without even knowing you, like, or anything about it. Like, I would have, we would have had the same conversations we had about it, um, But, so on your
0: website, Lisa, you have like a self-worth path reading, and I, I don't know, I just had, I wanted to ask, did that reading come before you released the book, or did that come after?
2: The reading, the bit where, like the bio bit, where I kind of tell, you know, she was a girl that, that, that bit, or something else.
0: No, like on your website, like where you sell your tarot readings, one of your readings is, is kind of like a self-worth path reading.
2: Oh, gotcha, yeah, no, that came about after the book, or kind of. During the tail end of the book's creation, I started doing that reading um, because it's based on those five major areas of self-worth. Because funny story, the book was like three-quarters, maybe even seven-eighths written. And I was like, I don't get the structure. What's the structure? And then I was like, oh. And then once I figured out the structure, I was like, oh, that's what it is. Okay. These pieces go here. These pieces go there. These pieces go there. And then I had a heyday with Google Docs and got it all in its proper places. But yeah, that's is. I'm sure.
0: I, Did you use yeah. tarot to help you like, write the book or, like, organize it or anything, or did you keep them separate?
2: Actually, if you look at the, um, if you look at the steps, there's 21 steps.
0: Oh, my hey, God! Ah, Lisa! Lisa, you got
1: What? <laughs> yep. What?
0: Literally, I'm so dense. I wow. never
2: would have they done this. You literally that. didn't even know. Start to look at, now that you know, though, you'll be able to see, because um, Change, the Change chapter is in Chapter ten, the wheel.
1: My brain oh. hurts.
2: This makes you start looking through. You'll be like, oh, oh Shit, that
0: makes so much more sense.
2: Yep. So the body is basically the fool and the magician. And mm-hmm. then we go into the high priestess for intuitive eating and the mm-hmm. empress for joyful movement. And I'm like
0: I'm shitting my pants like right literally- now, Lisa, just so you know. <laughs>
2: I really wish I would have known that. So my
0: biggest question is a fun
2: tidbit to drop because people don't, don't know. Yes. Wait, don't, wait. Why, wouldn't, know? You Why wouldn't you that tell people? Why wouldn't
1: you tell people that? Or put it in the book,
0: put it in the afterward.
1: No, yeah. No, yes. There's, there's, so. there's a lot of fun. <laughs> I have
2: I, I like to layer meaning. So, like the five major areas of self-worth are based on the five koshas, which is a yogic philosophy. Like, I like to, like, layer all these meanings and stuff. Kind of over people's head, right? Like, if I, like, what if you don't know anything about tarot and you pick this up and you're like, what is the empress and the joyful movement? What's that all about? Like, I wanted it to be,
1: it's a fun bit of trivia, but I didn't I want it to be. so much more, like, yeah, I have I, a crush
0: on you. on you. I want to go back I have a crush on you. We're
1: like, oh, we love
0: a girl with love
1: We love a layered onion. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, Lisa, this is my biggest question that I wanted to ask you about the self worth path that I thought about the most. Okay. So, I consider you like—would you consider yourself a really spiritual person? Yes. So, when I was reading the self worth path, there was. Oh, my God. Am I making really loud noises? Yeah, it's
1: okay. It, Our mic is, like, picking up on literally very every... sensitive. So, so blah, blah, blah.
0: there is a spiritual undertone to this book, but it's not overt. Mm-mm. I'd say this book is much more secular. Mm-hmm. It's written to be approached by anybody. Mm-hmm. What made you want to take that approach instead of maybe... Uh, being more spiritual with it, more woo woo, more you know, like just being like
1: talk to the fairies, you know. This is <laughs> because m- deep down we all know that's all what deep we really down, are.
0: Know, Tell me know. to talk to the fairies, you know.
2: I I wanted some unicorns and they're so bad. I could not figure out where to slot them in. <laughs> <laughs> I swear they're in here somewhere. They're in there. I think for you know what it is, it all comes back to meet yourself where you are. Like meet mm-hmm. people where they are. That is like so important to me. Whether it's like what, no matter what I do, I want people to not have that wall from the, from the get go, right? That's why there's not tarot in there. That's why I don't use. I try not to use like specific terminologies that I think are confusing or that people may not know right out the gate. Because I feel like I want anybody and and this even any gender, right? To pick it up and go, oh, this book could be for me. That was really important to me. So if I got if I went too far into my my woo side or I went too far over into this side, my technical side, like. I would lose people, and I wanted it to just be really, really accessible. Like, no matter who you are, no matter what your spiritual beliefs or whether you're into woo or you're not into woo, like I just wanted it to be grounded and accessible to whoever. Like, to whoever. It's really, really 100% accomplished
0: that. Yeah, it's really, really
1: inclusive. It's really inclusive, Um, and just like general. I
0: noticed the gender inclusivity language, Mm, especially because sometimes when I'm reading a book like that that's geared maybe even especially towards like women or like women identifying people mm-hmm. sometimes i'm like oh okay i'm this chapter is not for me you know like i'm yeah. i'm, a, I'm, a, I'm it's actually
2: a pet peeve of mine and it meant so much to me because i think you dm'd me actually when you first started reading it skylar mm-hmm. and you gave me some of that feedback and i was like thank you because that is the big thing i get really frustrated because a lot of the body acceptance stuff that's out in the world and a lot of the self-worth stuff out in the world is geared very specifically to women and while I get there's a huge, like, demographic of women who want this content, there's a huge demographic of guys and gender non-binary people mm-hmm. that also need this content. And so, especially when it comes to, like, including the, the whole other side of the gender world, that's really important to me in my writing. Because there's just, there's not a lot where, especially boys, feel included.
1: <laughs> like Right. Or Lisa, even, is there
0: anything you can't do?
1: Literally, no. There really isn't. She like does. No, she does everything. She For act. our listeners that like are just now being introduced to Lisa, first of all, where have you, where been? Have you been? Second of all, this woman does everything. Like you are the queen of like if you it's it you do everything. Um and even just like looking at your YouTube channel, you can see how like you have a little bit of everything in there. <laughs> um I, I like-
2: Yourself a hobby squirrel,
1: <laughs> yeah. What is your signs by the way? Do you know yeah. your sun, moon, oh, and ascendant? Yes. Um, I am a cancer sun, okay. uh, oh, okay. rising,
0: oh,
2: and
1: so. Gemini moon. All these, like, knowing. oh, oh, oh shit. Shit.
0: <laughs> okay, Lisa, we didn't know you were evil. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Are you Gemini? Are you Gemini? Moons? I'm a Gemini, but like it don't matter, girl. I get it. The Gemini, Gemini moon. Sun. I'm Gemini oh. sun. So you said in the Libra ascendant, he's got a Libra moon. So we got we got yeah. similarities. The Cancer yeah. can't relate, but like camera. love that for you. I love that for you. <laughs> just cozy jammies all the time. Basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: I can totally see that in your videos with Pecky.
1: Is your Mercury in
2: Gemini? Oh, where is my Mercury? I looked this up recently. Because you were talking about Mercury in a recent podcast. And I was like, what does that mean for communication? I'd have to look at my astro. I can't remember. Okay. DM that's me fine. later.
1: DM I'm us later. I'm going to big bet that it is. Um, yeah. Just, I mean, if, if it's not, that's fine. You still have the Gemini moon, which makes makes sense. Makes sense. But that's definitely a, a, a hobby squirrel for sure. Like, or what is that what you called it? Hobby yeah, squirrel? Yeah, hobby squirrel.
0: Let's write that yeah. one down. Love
1: that. Um, yeah. <clears throat> okay, hobby so squirrel. we'll talk about <laughs> Other than the book, I just feel like it's so like
0: how could we not talk how could we about not it start like start with your book you know? I mean
1: that is something that I feel like is just so impressive it's so and the book like we both really enjoyed it. Oh, I did want to mention one of my notes <laughs> is that you know I have a whole bunch of like bookmarks and things, so I never really run out, but for whatever reason, I started this book, and when I started it, I was laying in bed with a like um Ice cream on a stick. (laughs) Oh, I love that. Literally eating (laughs) about, like reading about eating whatever you want or whatever. And I literally. (laughs) I didn't have I didn't have a bookmark and so I saved the popsicle and like licked it clean which is disgusting but it was my bookmark through the entire book and I just felt like it was really fitting (laughs) it's so perfect it's like this reminder that you can eat what you want the whole way through I looked at it and I was like this is the bookmark for this book now and I really enjoyed the the ice cream and the book so that's that's the bookmark i uh, love I that so much funny but maybe not <laughs> <sighs> anyways so, so there's no
0: praise yeah let's okay let's meat.
1: get into the freaking <laughs> <me. clears throat> so your number one most viewed video on your youtube channel is your first anti or anti-haul video Tell mm-hmm. us a little bit about what drew you to make that series or that first video. And
0: explain what an anti-haul is. Yeah, like,
1: tell us a little bit about that because I feel like that, if you go to, like, your most viewed videos, that pretty much every video that you've made from that series is in, within, like, your Very top popular. 10 videos. Yeah. Um, and you do so well with them, especially even in the descriptions, like, linking exactly the timestamps or where it is and blah, blah, blah. Tell us a little bit about what that is and how you started making those videos.
2: Um, I don't know. Well, do you guys watch like makeup YouTube at all ever? Sometimes. 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 That's where I got the idea because um, I think it's Kimberly Clark started Auntie Halls in the makeup community Mm. and she's fantastic but she would do these videos and they were much more draggy. Like she like as in she would drag the the, the products that she was anti hauling Love that. Um, which I'm not about that life. I'm very much about, I love everything. So it, it wasn't obvious. Cancer Libra. Cancer Libra. Like, yeah. come on, we know. <laughs> we get it. Yeah. yeah. So I just wanted to do something like that, but put a positive spin on it in the tarot community to kind of like counter all of the, like I love doing unboxings and I love seeing new decks and I love buying new decks, but I wanted something to kind of counterbalance that because we get so much content about, here's this new deck and it's beautiful, but we don't get a whole lot of content around Here's what I'm not buying, and here's what I said no to, and here's what I have that can work out of my own collection instead, which was kind of the spin I put on it. I talk about what I'm not going to buy, and then I talk about something instead from my own collection that I feel like kind of fits the bill, and it just kind of feels like it's a way for me to shout out stuff that I don't even like, but that other people might like, and talk about stuff that I'm not, that I've just decided not to get. Because I think it can be really hard, especially people that are new to the kind of tarot YouTube world. It can be really intense, and you can suddenly find yourself with like you know 150 decks, and you're like, "What happened?
1: I, I don't know. I don't know what happened." <laughs> <Skyler>. <laughs> 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 you will never anti-haul anything. I will never
0: anti-haul only because even if I hate it, I have to have it. Something wrong with
1: <laughs> Something- I that
2: though. If, but, but do you use it? If you hate it, do you use no. it? No.
0: No. Oh, does it, sound like that? <laughs> <laughs> Do it? sometimes I'm it's pretty to look at, Lisa? You're right about okay. that one.
1: I'm trying to justify your
2: your habits for
1: you, but you don't, don't need you to. Don't need this to. is <laughs> just this is this just is, an opportunity to drag him within your explanation of an anti haul video. So. so I want to know how many decks you
2: have approximately, then, Skylar.
0: I have no idea. You know, it really isn't as well, many as everyone says. Well, it
1: was when he moved from Texas to Michigan. He actually like. Did Downsized. not bring, and yes, your glasses are extremely crooked and getting more crooked since you asked me if they were crooked. I don't know why. Well,
0: okay, Lisa, I don't, and for our listeners, <laughs> my left ear is actually lower than oh my right. My God. Ear. It, <laughs> oh and my
1: diffus, God. I don't no, know. I've it, never seen your glasses that crooked. It,
0: okay, This is embarrassing. Yeah. So basically, he just if,
1: fell asleep on one side, and they're you, crooked no, now. No, if you <laughs>
0: want to actually get your about your glasses balanced, to have like, cause if like, let's say you have an ear that's higher, you have to pay extra. And so they were like, <laughs> "Do you want to pay extra for the ear balancing?" And I was like, "No." And well, then that was I a did, big one.
2: They're not paying for it, but still, like I feel like maybe, like maybe you just need to tilt your head more. No, <laughs> listen.
1: Any glasses-wearing person knows you fall asleep on the same side of your face consistently with your glasses on, and you're gonna make them <laughs> and forget. And then suddenly, you you no, <laughs> you know, he just keeps falling asleep <laughs> with the mom for some reason, or he keeps <laughs> laying down. Anyways, <laughs> and I just had to take a second to drag him, but um. All about it so what i think is really great is that you're you're like you said you're exposing everybody with these anti-haul videos um to so many different decks i i do think that i fell into that trap when i first came into the youtube space of of um tarot because I came from a background in tarot where where my grandma like uses one deck and has always used one deck and literally has no want or need to use more than one deck and that's not for everyone and that's also not for me but I went from like one extreme like being taught that a deck can be sacred and you don't need more than one um, and in fact it could be excessive to like opening myself up to the YouTube world of tarot and then being like oh my god I'll only be recognized as a valid reader if I have and know all of the decks, and so that that got really too much to where I had to find like my sweet spot of like how many decks I'm allowing in my collection, and if I have one for a really long time that just feels like it's not, it's not doing it, I'll trade it, I'll sell it, I'll pass it on so that I can make room for new ones. I say hoard. It's not for Archive. everyone as well. Like There are people who are on the space who see it as a collection and that's fine yeah. too. But it's it's interesting that you're making these videos. And I, I'm sure that other people have made videos similar to since, but I feel yeah. like you're kind of like, the you hold the mm-hmm. crown in this space.
0: <clears throat> heavy is the crown, Lisa.
1: Yeah, but heavy. is there... Yeah, very heavy. <laughs> you've made, is there six? Seven? How many is there now? I think I just did my seventh one this month okay this I did my 7th one this month yeah we'll leave links to everything down below website <clears throat> amazon book oh. your youtube i'll even leave a link to the playlist of the Auntie hall cuz she has like really great playlist it's very like you yeah, like 20 organized. playlists you're again you're just very I organized it <laughs> it's so good so i'll link the the anti hall um playlist when this is put up on youtube or even in the uh, podcast but Is there any deck, because, like, out of seven videos, and in every single, you know what I'm going to ask, there's every single video has, like, at least 20 freaking decks. Is there any deck that you've avoided talking about or putting in a video? Uh, yes. You don't have to say the deck, but, like, why? (laughs) Spill the tea. It's time to spell the tea, Lisa. Spell the tea. Spell the tea. tea. I...
2: Feel really strongly on my channel about keeping the vibe pretty positive. If I feel strongly about either a negative experience with a deck or I really have like strong, like I'm not going to be able to rein this in kind of feelings, I typically won't talk about it because I want, if I'm going to give any kind of criticism about a deck, I want it to be constructive and I want to be able to still be objective enough to say like, this isn't for me, but it could be for somebody else. And if I can tell that I'm going to go off on a rant or something about a deck, I'm not going to bring it up because I just know I'll go down that rabbit hole. And like, I just, I like YouTube to be a positive space. And I totally get that for some people that's like, oh, it's like a nice washing kind of thing. And you're just all fluff. But it's like, that's my happy place. And that's Hmm. why I'm on YouTube. So for me, I just try to keep it in that space and keep all of my like, venting private.
1: (laughs) I love that. We are
0: nebulous voids.
1: Don't, of darkness isn't everyone just like so curious though to what decks that like she has avoided but i'm not gonna do that to you i'm just curious like obviously there has to be some yeah right? i'll leave them I'll, like yeah comment down below what decks do you think you, no i feel like there has to be you know and i even when i'm set sent decks or books or any sort of like product or service by someone where it's like Hey, will you open or review or take a look? There's always this like, there's always this this hope that I like it in some sense yeah. because I want to give a good review. But I also am understanding that like it's not going to work for everyone. So I would be I would have a hard time not either just saying all the nice things or completely dragging something. <laughs> but I admire your like even keeled. <laughs> lovely Libra. I
2: try, to keep it like, I try to keep it even, but at the same time, I also think it's important. Like I try not, I actually don't, I try really hard not to accept things to review if I don't think it's at least something that I could say positively. Yeah. Agreed. Like, yeah. It's just, it's no, it's not fair to the person sending it to me. And I don't think people typically come to my channel to see me talk about stuff that I don't like. Like, in anti I'll say, like, this is so not for me, and here's why. Yes. And if it's an artistic choice, it's super easy to talk about. But if it's, like, I don't like how this was handled. If it happened to me personally, I'll talk about that. But otherwise, I try to just, eh, water. Yeah, you drink.
1: do a really good job of, like, the things that you're explaining why it, it's a justifiable – like, even if it's just a personal reason, you know, it's it makes sense, and yeah. you do a good job explaining it. But I just wanted the tea, like – so there is certain decks – or things that you've avoided talking about because oh, yeah. love that. I mean, obviously there has to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's got to oh. be because you're too nice. <laughs> um, so you pump out content and videos. <laughs> Let's talk about that.
0: She's a pumper.
1: Your content consistency and hard work is extremely admirable and also triggering for my own shadows. Um, I, I did put how many videos or how much content do you put out a week or month? And I forgot when I went to your channel, like it literally says on the banner, videos, new videos every Tuesday, Thursday and Saturday. That's three videos a week. Is that true? <laughs> That's me reining it in. So (laughs) that's what I thought. Cause I was like the only Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, like doesn't she do live streams and shit too? Like, do you not count your live streams for your video? Like girl, where do you breathe? Um, also there's a second channel. So basically, exactly. That's what I was going to say. You also have three fat, fat readers and okay. You go, you talk.
2: (laughs) It's fine. Basically, (laughs) Basically when I first started YouTube, I had a hard time not, making too much content because I constantly have things I want to say. Apparently, I like to talk a lot. I'm
1: sorry, Gemini Moon has something to say. (laughs) I am like, get out of here.
2: (laughs) Well, that's it. I love it. Yeah, so I eventually decided that if I wanted to start the second channel, I had to try to restrict myself to three videos a week which I still, sometimes I'm like, well, I don't know where this is going to go. So I'm just going to throw it up on a Friday or a Monday, or go randomly live on a Wednesday, whatever. Right.
1: Yeah. Your live streams are really intense and great. Like you just give so much of yourself and like, oh, nice. you're just always so present. I think it's really, you've really found a, a perfect space for you and your personality. And I feel like it's, it's long lasting. Like, I feel like you'll be able to keep this going for a long time because you can just see how much joy and how easy it is it's Not, it's not an easy thing to do but it, I feel like the traits that you need to do it come easily to you it's all like the logistical and timing stuff yeah. and just the basic energy which you you have so I love that I wish
2: <laughs> energy, it seems fine most of the time really like, I love that <laughs> um the thing is like though that you like what I tell people though is, if it's not fun, you should don't do it. So like, I'm, I I regularly am like, does this sound fun? Okay, it doesn't sound fun. I'm I'm not gonna do that then. Yeah. And I learned that early on with YouTube because I started series and I was like, by the end of it, I was like, man, my own series is boring me. I'm so over it. Like I need to do something different. So I learned to just be like, let's just do the things that are fun and yep. I'm like keep it there. <laughs> and yeah. And then I wanted to be making content. So then it's part of the whole hobby of it and stuff. But I mean, it helped that there was like. There's so many great people on YouTube that I discovered, like, I don't know, Samantha Menzo. Who? <laughs>
1: Who? <laughs> Tyler! <laughs> I know, I just, I Lisa, feel like... am
0: I, am I just <laughs> gum on a shoe?
1: No, I mean, yeah, you are. And crooked <laughs> glasses. Time to go. Yes. I feel like...
0: <laughs> That's very true. Oh
1: my god, <laughs> what
2: either. is happening? But you were actually one of the first people I watched on YouTube, Sammy. It was you, um, who else was I watching? I thought you
1: were before me for some reason, but maybe okay, not. way. no.
2: No, I was watching you when you had the, like, the wood desk behind you, and there was someplace else I feel like before that, a different
1: filming location too. Mm-hmm. So,
2: it was yeah. still, like,
1: the wood desk, but you couldn't really see it. It was, like, yeah. blue was walls, like, like your <laughs> nothing. your transformation, Samantha, so iconic. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I would, I yeah. I have people that are, like, out on YouTube, because I can, I don't know, I feel like I'm drawn to other creators on YouTube who, or the people that I found, I guess, who I felt like You could just kind of see their personality. Like I could see your personality in your videos or like Kelly Fitzgerald, the truth and story, or these other people that I've watched. Like, I feel like there's so many people out there who they're, they're just being themselves. Yeah. They're just being involved. And that's what I like to watch. So I try to, it's kind of like make stuff that you enjoy watching. Like that's what I like to do.
1: Yep. I agree. And I think that's what brought, brings a lot of people to want to make their own channels and things. Yeah. is by watching other people and being like, oh, I love that. I want to do that. I want someone else to make, I want to make someone else feel that way as well and express myself. Yeah. And also, we're just all a little narcissistic. So, I mean, a little bit of that, right? like, a little... we just want to, we just want to talk. Like, if you're on YouTube, you have to be okay with yourself enough to, like, at least upload and edit a video and be like, I see myself in a thumbnail, so... <laughs> high five for the narcissism of the youtube space oh my God. but mostly just like you. the community is just like you said so um, great this is yeah song. yeah what <laughs> oh what? Huh? what he's trying to drag me but he can't very well oh, so go ahead. you go what were you gonna say
2: oh i was just gonna say i i don't know about you guys but like when i first started making videos i could not watch any of my own step back even to edit it i was like film upload don't look film okay really
1: I loved watching myself <laughs> I'm just no no I I started by doing like daily vlogs and it was like the biggest crisis that I sent myself into because I was not only trying to teach myself how to edit a video but I had to watch myself over and over and over and over and over again and that's what everyone does when they come to YouTube space but I did it once a day every day for two years and i think that's why i was like i hate i'm so sick of myself (laughs) i have to change this i can't look i can't do it anymore which is why because i think vlogs
2: are the scariest thing ever I don't know why you. the fuck I, I decided
0: vlogs, to do
1: them. I love your, your vlogs. I love Lisa's them.
0: vlogs are so far and few between. feels mm-hmm. like
1: yeah, they're scary. Yeah. I don't know why but they're, they're so fun. But like, they're so I worth it love... for us,
0: the the listeners.
1: Yeah, I feel like because it's not like a structured. We're talking about this. Like it's just yeah. kind of like it happens. What's gonna happen is gonna happen. But um, yeah. I wish there was more vlogs in um, yeah, the space too. instead of like how-to videos and stuff, which is so helpful and they do really well in this space. But like I've always loved personal, like let's get to know like what like what is your coffee machine look like or like what is your like my vlog would
0: look like me sitting in the dark for seven hours. Just I'd watch it staring.
1: I'd watch it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: like, <laughs> I think I love vlogs because I'm super nosy and so I like wanna see everything about people's lives, but then when I go to make it myself, I'm like, I think part of the thing with vlogging for me is like I'm really bad at, like, filming myself where anybody else can see me, so it's like, like, I've gotten used to it with Peggy a little bit, but, like, anywhere else, like, we went to, we went to the Spirit Halloween store, I think that was, like, the last, probably, vlog-type video I did, Mm -hmm. and it was terrifying, I'm, like, in the Halloween store, and I'm, like, holding the camera, and I felt so awkward, I mean, I'm sure it probably gets easier, but, like, it
1: was... You
2: looked very not. natural.
1: Yeah, no, I did it for two years, and it never gets easy. Like it, oh, okay. it never stops being awkward. I mean, I feel like so, but it never it's better, words of no. encouragement. <laughs> it does, it does, so, huh? No, so like it's one of those things where it's like stop, like waiting for it to feel comfortable, and just know that it's awkward. Like yeah. it's, it's awkward, and like you're either gonna do it or you don't. Like yeah, like I feel like. More, more, so many more people nowadays are holding cameras or talking to their phones or cameras, so it shouldn't be that big of a deal. But it still is. It's like, oh my it god,
2: is. it's hard. I feel like you, what you do on your channel because you constantly do different things. You do vlogs, you do art things with this beautiful Gemini like, problems. Because you can tell that you constantly like go with whatever like inspiration you have, right? Thanks. So it comes across really organic. I love it.
1: Thanks. Same, I think it's just all over the place. We're, we both have big Gemini energy. He is in Lisa. Where
0: is my praise? Literally, I'm really you don't confused need
1: it right now. <laughs> really crazy, where was yeah, where are they? I mean, Hello? like
0: eight months ago. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
2: see, I need to consume content quicker than once
1: every eight months, so yeah,
0: months. <laughs> okay, I know. Guys, I feel well, like I maybe YouTube,
1: <laughs> I just feel like your channel might not be. Might not be what you want to do. And so it's you not. make a, no, you don't want to do it.
0: I still want praise though. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. in, oh. Endless amounts of voluptuous praise. Well,
1: even though your glasses are crooked, they're nice glasses. Thank you. You're yeah. welcome. You're Moving so charming. on. Thank You so fine. You know what, <laughs> when we were talking about, so like, special. not wanting to, like, uh, edit yourself or look at yourself, I think that's why I am, and a lot of other people, and I wonder if this is the same for you, like, drawn to live streams, one, because it's, like, you don't have to do any work afterwards, you literally, like, all the work is done, you don't have to worry about editing it, you don't have to worry about looking at yourself, the live stream, you can have, like, one-on-one reaction, or, like, interactions with people, yeah. um, and it's just nicer that way. So, like, maybe you feel the same way or maybe yeah. not. But No, I do. I love live streams. I, I
2: think the thing for me that I want to walk a balance with live streams is that they're really enjoyable to make in the moment. But I feel like people that can't join live often miss out. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's not the same experience watching it back after. But what I love doing with live streams—the two things lately I've been loving on live streams—is when I want to just make a spontaneous video, like maybe I just want to open some Happy Meal, like mail—not meal, not meal, Happy Meal.
1: Oh my God, <laughs> Freudian <laughs> slip, too, Freudian slip, yeah, like <laughs> I need dinner. Um, I love
2: it. You no know, Happy Meal, and so I'll do that. Or like I love on my second channel, I do a lot of like reading live streams, and I love that. That's so fun, and it's dynamic, and it's 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 really engaging for me. And it's just, it's quick fire. It's high energy. I love that. But yeah, if I want to be spontaneous, i thrive every time. Yeah.
1: yeah. I love it. Well, I want to talk a little bit about the thing that you do with the other two friends. So you also do um, a channel with two other people. Maybe you can tell us a little bit about it. It's called Three Fat Readers. And I do have like a question, but I want, can you tell us a little bit about how that came to be and like what it is that you all do on that channel?
2: Yeah, like, so Three Fat Readers is a collab channel between myself, Danny of Danny Mystic, and Dustin of Modern Metaphysique. And it basically came about because behind the scenes, I had been chatting sort of one-on-one with Dustin, and I was also chatting one-on-one with Danny. And we were basically all sort of talking about Game of Thrones is basically what happened. So we were talking about Game of Thrones, we were geeking out with each other. Then I think we, I don't remember when the group conversation started, but eventually we started a group chat. And then we were like, hey, we should like, do like collab together and like maybe make a video about like Game of Thrones and Game of Thrones tarot because we were all geeking out about it anyways and we were just really enjoying each other's energy and we just we have this weird kind of dynamic between the three of us where like we have like some things in common but then like nothing in common sometimes and it's like that's so
1: funny because my question is what's the biggest trait that you think you all three have in common and what's the biggest thing that you think you disagree on or that you guys are different in?
2: Our tarot aesthetics are wildly different. Well, wait, 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 let me back up. My tarot aesthetic (laughs) is wildly different from a lot of people's, but specifically, Dustin and I, I think, are probably the furthest apart in aesthetic. He's very, like, classic. He loves, like, old world tarot. He's a true collector, like, art history buff, like, the whole bit. bit. Like, I'm like, who's that Hieronymus Mosh dude? And, like, why are there, like, flowers coming out of that guy's butt? (laughs) What is happening? Literally. That's literally me. And Danny leans, I would say, more towards Dustin's kind of tarot interests. But then every once in a while, she kind of comes over to the light side. And I'm like, hey, <laughs> hey i
1: like, bud. How would you explain your, how would you explain your aste- tarot aesthetic then?
2: Um, well, it's not contrary to popular belief, all butterflies and sparkly unicorns. Sometimes I like it a little dark, but only occasionally. Um, I'm kind of all over the place. I don't, I'm not really drawn to super, I like bright, vivid colors. That's usually what snags me in just about any deck. Yeah. Um, And I like imagery that I can sink into. So if I can sink into it, if it if it kind of, I don't know, fires my intuition really well, I like it. And the criteria for that can be all over the map. But I tend You've to my
1: mood. Huh, I love yeah, that. <laughs> I to
2: get an astrology reading from you. Like every time like, I, would I would love to. <laughs> so, I would love to.
1: I would love to. For fun. But yeah, fun. so
2: I, I mean, I recently backed the
1: what's that called, Bumbleberry Hollows. I have no oh, idea. I, I, I I'm God, like the it? worst. No, I'm the worst at knowing like what decks are coming out or are new or whatever. Samantha, like, Please get here? with it. I'm the worst. Like
2: a I deck mean, it's will so be. Healthy, though. Like the fact that I know all the new decks is also where all the temptation comes from.
1: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but you're like... so informed. <laughs> I think I've only backed one deck on Kickstarter and I don't even like I just, because it's not that I don't want to, or it's just like, I don't, I don't know how to follow, nor do I, I have the attention to so follow. I should anytime. No, that's great. Cause I literally don't know what is going on ever. Every now and again, I might just be like, okay, what are the top three decks that are like, I should be looking that are coming out right now just so I yeah, can like know what they are. I don't even necessarily have to buy them, but just like, let me know what's going on. Cause I feel That's so uninformed. <laughs> like, <laughs> Though, but then I know it's like there are going to be people who are commenting because as soon
2: as I start telling you what's out there, you'll be like, I'm going to be enabling you. This is what I get a lot. you right? like, don't do that to her.
1: She has like only 40 decks in her whole collection and she's very okay with that. Like, oh, you have such a great curated collection. I would ruin you. I would, I would, <laughs> I would maybe I want to be ruined, Lisa. <laughs> this conversation took an interesting turn. And, uh, Skylar's just sitting here
0: sorry peggy um, (laughs) i have my trivia questions for (gasps) miss
1: yes let's do Uh, it um, which which line is it anyways
0: which oh it's,
1: it's really not
0: following it? out, but yeah, let's we're call trying
1: when we we're first doing interviews to like have like little, have little segments. Segment. But we're I not, we're not segment we got rid people. of them. We can't really. do. Oh. We can <clears> barely <throat> do the one segment on every podcast. So
0: here's so. like your little intro question, Lisa. Just are like, you ready? Just to like you we're can get I remember yourself.
1: remember things I've said? Yeah.
0: Oh wait, hold on. No, that, no, wait, no, no. This, no, that's not this not it first yet. question is just to ease you into the question mindset. Okay. I've found that.
1: Are you ready? Okay. Okay.
0: In what spiritual headspace does your nose start to itch? Uh,
2: when I'm, like,
1: in my intuitive space, when I'm Absolutely,
0: starting... ding, 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 you know Ding, ding, ding,
1: you, like, know your own self. Congratulations. Okay, One so now
0: we're moving One
1: into... One point for me. <laughs> that was cute.
0: Now, in this segment, you need to pick what was said.
2: Uh-oh.
0: On October 25th, 2018... You and Peggy tried the witch's brew at Starbucks. Around the 1 minute mark, Peggy described the drink as "quote unquote more chunky than a a hairball. B the crap you sniff or C trunks of booger.
2: The crap you sniff.
0: The crap you sniff. I all- ding, ding, ding,
2: ding.
1: So that was, that was
0: I thought I was going to get you there because <laughs> earlier in the video, she did describe a hairball. <laughs> so, my next question. In your video titled, In 100 Questions Nobody Asked, Peggy said, You like to have things around you in your mouth to chew on. <laughs> Which? <laughs> I can't breathe. <laughs> Which of the examples below did Peggy not accuse you of chewing on? Oh no! A. A cheese grater. B. A Peggy bag. Or C. An eraser.
2: Not accuse me of chewing on? It must be an eraser. Oh wait, no, not accuse me of chewing on. It must be an eraser.
0: No, she did not accuse you of chewing on a Peggy bag.
2: <laughs> I'm pretty sure the cheese grater was licking, not chewing. So, you, you no, you've got to rewatch it's the so video. Awesome. Sammy's dead. I do, dead.
0: I do have... Oh, Who are
2: you licking a cheese grater no, for in the K- first place?
0: So, Lisa... i I thought i thought you might miss that question so i do have a bonus redemptive round
2: oh excellent okay bonus
0: (laughs) what was your defense for licking the cheese (laughs) (laughs) it's
1: the same defense i always get there's multiple choice answers
0: No way is there? Yeah. Don't no, actually, it. the bonus round is always open-ended. It's,
1: what was your defense? You didn't like the sharp side. I didn't Wait, like the sharp side. No, that's yeah. the
0: whole answer. Like, I oh, know sorry. I <laughs>
1: <answer. laughs> just gave you <me> the answer. <laughs> okay,
2: I knew it anyway. Okay. Oh. Go ahead. I like the not sharp, sharp side.
1: Okay. And yeah. cheese. It's cheese. You so said, well, like, it's
0: cheese. Who wants to waste cheese? <laughs>
1: <laughs> big big
2: moon. <laughs> oh, <is she> <laughs> that- you should have seen her face when you started reading this question. She was living for
0: it. <laughs> Wait, is that Peggy in there?
1: Hey. Yes,
2: oh my god, can we
0: say hi? Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh my
1: god, Did she accused I- of chewing
2: speech. on. As soon as you started reading the cheese grater story, she was just, she stopped whatever she was doing. <laughs> <laughs> Can you? Hi, Peggy. Hi. It is so
0: nice to meet you. Nice I've watched you. so many live streams with you in them that I feel like I know you personally. It's
2: the same. Well, I, I, I'll try not to swear. Oh, no. Fuck for it. For it. <laughs> oh, well, then, fine. I guess I'm comfortable now. Yeah. I, I was trying now. to behave and stay in the corner, then I heard cheese grater.
1: That was <laughs> That's so, so great. Incredible. I love that. So
0: for everyone listening, you might not know, this is Peggy, um, Lisa's wife.
1: Hey. Hi. Hey. So Peggy, makes also, a lot Peggy of, like, makes
0: a few appearances in the book. I
1: was going to say that, too. There's mm-hmm. a lot of examples yeah, in really <laughs> Yeah, a lot of <laughs> wonderful examples and stuff in the book and of how yeah. supportive and lovely you guys are and mm-hmm. amazing. I'm amazing. <laughs> You're an incredible. You were- okay, Lisa, bye. <laughs> we're interviewing Peggy yeah, now. now we're bye. Well, you know, like I mean, I I keep it real with the cheese grater stories. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> you do keep it real. Died, and Skylar, you just made it so much worse for me now. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, so you, tells it you, you just literally tell to everybody. You just reset the story. Thank it you, will I, never appreciate die. It. <laughs> I appreciate it. Die. <laughs> <laughs> well, You're we, welcome. We spent way too much time like at home because of lockdowns and stuff. So yeah, I've got more stories. No, 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 no. she doesn't yeah. have any stories. She's completely fresh
1: out. I, love That's that. why I mean, don't believe that. I don't believe that. I'm I feel like there's are. tea to be spilt there. <laughs> always tea.
2: Always tea.
1: I love that. Well, congratulations. You passed the test. And mm-hmm. you know yourself <laughs> in your own video. <laughs> yes. I'm going away again. Bye. And bye, Peggy. <laughs> Yeah, I have an Animal Crossing village to run. Oh, (laughs) Oh, big big move! You have me. You important business meeting to handle. (laughs) Extremely
0: important. important. Wait, Lisa, you're a gamer girl too. You've got a coral (gasps) Nintendo Switch.
2: Yes, I do. I do. Big step up from WoW. Yes.
0: Yeah. I I need to get a Switch. If do you you have Animal Crossing too, Lisa? Of course. If I get Animal Crossing, I need to add you and Katie Flowers to my farm community
1: farming community friend, friend list
0: yes my friend list i always
1: play the games that nobody fucking wants to play and it's really sad doing? i play like call of duty which is like the most like hetero like yeah. toxic space and i yeah. just it's just not great and i really it's, it's not great um <laughs> if i
2: Go of Warcraft, you feel better about your toxicity. You. <laughs> okay, I know. I just, I literally
1: will say like one word when I'm playing Call of Duty, and it's like, "Easy, girl." Oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> like, like, oh, it's so not but great. I, but I, okay, I, you play Call of Duty. That's awesome. Oh. And then I play, like, stupid games on my phone, so I want to be, like, in on the fun, but, like, I don't know. You'll
0: never be in on the fun like Lisa and I.
1: No, I really yeah, won't. Yeah, like, we're the cool kids, apparently. Yeah.
0: Obviously, because we have major Libra sure. placements.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your Libra well, Tyler? What was that? His, his moon What's is your in li- Libra. Both moon and Libra. My
0: moon is in Libra, Ascendant, Pisces, Sun, Virgo. Yikes, uh, right.
2: I'm gonna know it, <laughs> though I know nothing I'm still waiting for more more astrology learning to get sucked into my brain but it hasn't all happened. Uh, right.
1: I know that is one of the little things that I was like looking I was like does does Lisa dabble I mean I'm for I'm sure you know like the basics and all that stuff but um you have so much stuff on here I was like where where's the astrology we need to do like a little a little collab or a little something, yeah. something we can. You can't set up a fun. collab
0: on the. Speaking of which, podcasting.
1: I can do whatever I fucking yeah. want. Oh. <laughs> I still nothing. Oh my god! I'm just looking at your videos right now, and there's mm-hmm. all even over the, the place. The, even the thumbnails are just like so Legendary. fun and bubbly, and like such a good representation of you and your. Even just like your um, channel, like header, like the your brand. banner. It's just so that, fun and happy, and you're just such a light in this community. Let's Aww, see if girl. I have anything else. Oh, you know what? I did want to ask you, but this is, like, we already kind of talked about you being a yoga teacher and student and all that stuff. I've had some wild experiences on the mat, like, yeah. um, just randomly. We don't have to talk about me. I don't want to talk about you. But um, <laughs> it was just, like, I was like, oh, she is really intense with yoga or she at least was I don't know how intense you still are with it but what is like the craziest craziest experience that you've had on the yoga mat if any because it doesn't have to be like spiritual but do you know what I'm talking about where sometimes you just have these like uh aha moments or something like when you're in the flow I've had a couple, I would say, I would say
2: probably there's two big ones. And both of them, I think I ended up talking about in various points in the book, but one of them was, uh, before I ever went to my first ever public yoga class or anything, I was just practicing in my living room and I was doing the same like DVD. No, it wasn't a DVD. It was a VHS. Oh yeah. Okay. Totally day myself. Yeah. Like I was doing the same one every single day, basically. And I just remember like, there was this point where you're supposed to put your hand on your belly and like, like feel your breath. And I just was doing that the one day and I was like, oh, hey, I'm like touching my belly and I don't like hate it. Like that was like a big, huge, like a really big, like mind blown moment. So I was like, oh, I can touch my body and not, and not hate that feeling and not feel self-conscious and not have it be about that. So that was one really, really big one that really kicked off a lot of my body acceptance work.
1: I remember you now that you say that, I remember that part of the book. And like, when I read that, I was like, uh, like trying to like touch my belly. And I was like, I love you! And then I was like, Ew, no! Oh, yes, I love you! Like, I remember trying to do it Like, Aww. it didn't go well, though. No, no. <laughs> I'm working maybe. on it. I'm working on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm working on it. Okay, yeah. go ahead. But I would say
2: the other thing was, um, have you ever done Yoga Nidra? Hmm. If I do, maybe I didn't know what it was called? So, Yoga Nidra is yogic sleep. Um, and what? I ended up actually going to teacher training and learning how to teach other teachers to do this because it's so freaking cool. But basically, mm-hmm. It's it's actually one of the more woo things you can do within the yoga world, but it's there's no physical postures. You're just comfortable, and it's it's kind of like a guided meditation with a lot of science behind it, where you go. It's you're trying to get your brain state to the same place as deep sleep. But before cool. you go, like before you kind of take the trip, part of the guided guided journey is to set a kind of like a an affirmation of a way. Like imagine something as if it was already true, and use that affirmation. And when you get to the deepest place, you kind of are setting that affirmation. When you come out, you repeat that meditate that kind of affirmation to yourself. That was where worthy and unafraid came from for me, mm-hmm. was this idea of working with the same sort of affirmation for a very, very long period of time so that I could continue to embed the idea, right? And that happened through yoga where I was like, I am worthy and unafraid became my like affirmation mantra that I, I used for like, I've now used for gosh, 15 years.
0: That's beautiful. I love
1: that. Yeah. Okay, that was a good question. I'm glad I asked it now because those answers were iconic.
0: I have a question really fast. So I took an intro to weightlifting class once. Oh my God. <laughs> and one day we had like a little yoga session, right? We no, doing- I'm
1: sorry. We can't just skip over that. I'm just trying to imagine you showing up on day class. one. Intro to weightlifting 101. I had, like, I had hey, to get Eddie. a physical credit. <laughs>
0: So we were doing a yoga class. I was like 20 or 21, right? Yeah. Did not stop explode farting. (laughs) So (laughs) loudly. Yeah. I was so embarrassed about it that I didn't ever want to do yoga again.
2: Oh, it's so common though. I know, but
0: how do I move past that? I just have to Uh, accept myself as a tutor.
2: (laughs) You 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 don't eat within about, oh I don't know, an hour or two of yoga. So that you're not digesting actively. Uh, and beyond that, anytime you fold your body, like, you're, you're, there's a good chance you're going to fart. Like, I, yeah. And I used to teach a group of he all guys. He also
1: has, like, a consistent diet of, like, rice and beans. So oh. I don't know why he's shocked that he's a gassy guy. I just guy. don't know
0: why. I, I don't know
1: so gassy. He's <laughs> um,
0: beans, beans are good for your heart. The more you eat, the more you fart. <laughs> I thought that I
2: version. Needle oh, this Isn't that the second verse? I don't, know. You... The good okay, freer, I don't know. The, the mean's magical, a good for your a heart. fruit. The more you eat, the oh, more you toot. Oh,
1: tooth. I forgot about the that part.
2: Oh, that's what it is. Peggy said, "The more you chew,
1: the better you feel." So, eat your beans every meal. Yeah.
0: Oh. oh. <laughs>
1: the heart fart thing. Never heard that. Never heard that. Anyways, you're so lovely. You're so iconic. You're so energetically mm-hmm. lovely on the space of YouTube and just. In other areas of the world. If anybody wants to check out Lisa and anything in the hundreds of things that she does, I will link as much as possible in the (laughs) um, description of the podcast. So whatever platform you're listening to this on, you can find links to find her um, and as well as her book that we talked about in the beginning, Self-Worth Path, A Guided Journey to an Empowered Life, or as I've retitled um the shadow work journey a triggering journey to an existential crisis which will <laughs> enable you to feel really good about yourself in the end but oh, um I'm it's up, but it <laughs> really no no your title's incredible and i enjoyed it very much loved name dropping when i was reading it to anyone like oh what's this book it's oh nothing sad. like I just know the author. So it's fine. Yeah. I was like, really, it's fine. My friend's an author, It's fine. I love that. And then she's that. right here in the back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know her. I've talked to her. We're going to, you know, it's fine. Uh, so thank you so much. So, so, so much for being here. I do want to take a second before we go to thank the sponsors of the podcast. Uh, If you would like to support the podcast, you can do so for as little as a dollar a month you can do it for $5 a month, $10 a month, or even if you just share any of the videos or um, podcast episodes, it truly helps us out so much. But thank you to Karen R, Stacy, Teresa D, Miranda O., Alyssa S., Rebecca PK, Lindsey M., Kate B., SG, David B., Julie C., Dominic B., Jennifer L., Dorothy E., Phil K, Lisa P, Amy F, and Jesse H. Thank you all so much for supporting the podcast. I don't know who Lisa P is. I have no idea. (laughs) Sorry, it's no idea. Um, But thank you all so much if you support the podcast, if you continue to do so. Even if you have in the past and you stopped, we still love you. I mean, you know, we get it. It's a tough year. But if you've ever supported us in any way, we truly, truly appreciate it. Um, thank you so much again, Lisa, for coming on. You're just iconic. We love you. This was so fun. I was like, I feel famous now. I get to be on Sam. You are. I'm, we're like, you know, what is so funny? I just thought about when we started doing interviews and we started talking about like the idea of interviews. We made a list of like all the people that we would actually really want to have on the show that we like and that we would think would be interesting. And and you I totally did on there. No, you. Yeah, and you weren't on there. So like, why weren't you on there? <laughs> no, and you were. You were like top five. Like you were in there. Like obviously Imogen had a been on there, but like yeah, we I love you, heard you heard Imogen. Oh, no, literally, we're like if we don't Im- if we don't interview Imogen first, <laughs> she will fly here and murder us <laughs> in our <laughs> sleep, Thank you guys. Yeah. <laughs> no, and <laughs> it's so funny because everyone we've interviewed from has been on that list and we keep checking oh. I keep checking them off and I can't wait to put a little check by your name so thank you I'm we're back. honored that you're here
2: love you thank you, so
1: thank you guys right, thank so you much, much. Lisa, Bye. stay amazing
0: stay iconic
1: Me.